for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Welcome into the program. It is a Monday, the greatest day of the entire week, trying to set the tone for the rest of the week. I know we're going into Easter holiday next week as well, which means a lot of people are already almost on autopilot, and good for you if you're in that mode. We have a lot to talk about, though, today. Holy cow, welcome into the program, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. So I have one, two, three. I have three different show prep pages. I, For those that don't know, I don't script out my show at all. I have a few notes. I kind of write down the topics that I want to discuss during the show, maybe a couple little bullet points here and there. I've had to redo this three different times today. Because there's so much going on, I've tried to decide what's priority, what's not priority, and then I ended up scratching it right at the end as well, like literally minutes before we went on the program here. So we'll see how this goes, just kind of going by the seat of our pants. No guests today. Chris Lenzo not able to make it. She's traveling, so we'll get her back on the program here relatively soon. But don't worry, there's plenty to talk about. We have Joe Biden discussing guns because he's apparently the expert. I'll never forget the time where he's, you know, on the debate stage and has to talk about the smart guns where we just need the DNA or we need the, the, the fingerprint and then it activates the gun. And that way you can really have it registered to an individual person and you know where it goes and who it goes to. And that way, it, you know, it's all safe and it's wonderful. Yeah, that's the idiot that is president right now. So that's a little concerning. But we have that. We also have Kamala Harris that just made a speech and I think is still speaking on medical debt. Trying to relieve medical debt for Americans, uh, that's apparently a concern for her now, is that she wants to get rid of debt and relief for Americans. Maybe you could just like stop the 8% inflation we're having to deal with right now. So we'll get to that here in just a little bit as well. We have Elon Musk. Of course, that's been in the news where he's chosen to not go on the board for Tweety and what's going on there. So there's a lot to talk about. I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. I know I did. Uh, it was the first weekend here in the Wichita area where I'm based out of where it was really warm. It was up near 70 degrees and beyond so we went outside for the first weekend and did some of the yard work mrs voice of reason getting ready for her garden i was prepping the lawnmower i have not mowed yet i refuse to mow this early in april already even though the grass is starting to grow i refuse to do it our neighbor god bless them and we love them to death they're, they're great neighbors are wonderful uh that is his dedication is his yard I got to admit, I don't know how he pays for his water bill because he ran his sprinklers, one in the front yard, one in the backyard, from about 10 a.m. to about 6, 6.30 in the afternoon yesterday when we were outside working. I'd never seen it before. Absolutely wild how crazy he was running that that sprinkler. He mows his yard like three, four times a week, and it is pristine. It is like a golf course. Me, I'm lazy. When it comes to outdoor work, <laughs> I love outdoor work. I love going outside, but I'm lazy when it comes to that stuff. I enjoy mowing the yard for like the first three times out of the year. And after that, I'm like, do I still have to keep doing this crap? It's hot. 
You know me. I like the cold. I'm the one that goes outside in 10 degree weather in shorts and a t-shirt and meditates and, and, and like enjoys the cool weather. Takes the deep breath. All right, we're ready to go. The nice cool air makes it nice and brisk. I enjoy that. I don't do well with anything above about 70, 75 degree weather. After that, it's way too hot. I don't feel well. I'm lazy. I'm lethargic. I, I can't do anything. I'm kind of a bum that way. So summertime when it's 90 degrees trying to mow the lawn makes me very grumpy, and I have to do it at like 8 a.m. before it gets way too hot. But we are out mowing. We are not mowing yet, but we are prepping, and I was working on them. I was working on the yard. Mrs. Voice of Reason working on the, the garden, getting ready to plant things here soon. So it was a wonderful weekend. I might actually get a little bit of color so I don't glow in the dark anymore because that would be really nice. I do enjoy the tan if I can actually work on that consistently throughout the year, but we'll see. Speaking of, we have an awesome guest coming up on the program tomorrow that has actually found uh, a molecule or something inside your body, and they've made a pill now to where you can get a natural tan without even needing sun exposure. I, I'm telling you, a little weird, a little bit weird, a little bit weird, but nonetheless, it is there, so <laughs> we'll talk about that tomorrow on the program. Let's get in, of course, to the biggest story of what's trending today. What's trending today? Of course, Joe Biden, he's had to go from uh, the distraction from Russia and the Ukraine, the distraction from high inflation rates, the distraction of all the disasters that the administration has had, and the lack of things that have actually been passed in, in his administration to now he's got to focus on, for some reason, guns. Now, there are two separate things going on right now, and I want to try to decipher between the two. There is, and this one's been floating out there for a little bit, probably not going to go anywhere because they don't have enough support in the Senate right now, but there is H.R. 8, House Bill number 8, on a bipartisan background check to act of 2021. It was passed originally last year. It's been floating and just kind of sitting in the Senate. Hasn't gone anywhere yet. But they're trying to push it through now with the new announcement that he had with the ghost gun bill today. Now, Joe Biden openly admitted during his speech that he just did a little bit ago that he has not been able to get any traction on firearm regulation at all because obviously Congress won't pass it right now because we do still have a filibuster rule in the Senate to where you need Republicans to get on board. And that's not going to happen right now. So most of the gun bills have been dead, completely gone because he realizes he's not going to get them passed. So he's kind of done a roundabout like Democrats do if the rules don't. Uh, play them favorably, then they just find new rules and just create it as they go with executive action, which is what he's working on now with this bill on the ghost guns, because for those that don't know, ghost guns are really, really, really scary, apparently. Look, the idea that someone on a terrorist list could purchase one of these guns is extreme. It isn't extreme, just basic common sense. You know... If you buy a couch you have to assemble, it's still a couch. If you order a package like this one over here that includes the parts you need, the direction of assembling a functioning farm, you bought a gun. This guy is a special kind of special. I'm special! All right, let's break this down, shall we? First off, what is a ghost gun? A ghost gun is apparently where you can purchase different parts of a firearm, and then you can assemble it. Uh, you can buy the pack. You can buy different sets of packs. You can piece it all together. You can tailor make your firearm the way you want to. What the Biden administration is trying to propose is making uh, serial numbers and tracking numbers on every little piece of the firearm, so that way it's uh, registered when you actually assemble it together, because their fear is that there's going to be a lot of criminals out there that have a bunch of ghost guns that aren't quote-unquote registered 
to anybody. And that's a big fear and scare to apparently Democrats and the Biden administration and the majority of the population that has no clue about firearms in any way, shape or form. Now, I'm not an expert on types of guns. I like to shoot guns. I go hunting with guns. I have a concealed carry. I don't always carry it with me. I do a lot of the times. I don't have one on me right now, unfortunately, and I probably shouldn't say that publicly. But but I have a firearm, and I know how they work. It's really funny because he had the table set up next to him, which was really stupid, honestly. Like He tried to show how scary it was by different parts of the firearm. What it looked like was that he was taking it apart to clean it because it literally was just the different pieces of a firearm that you can easily assemble. I don't know if he's aware of this or not. Probably not. But guess what? Whether you have a gun that comes in pieces or you buy an entire firearm, it all looks the same like that because it all pieces together to become a single firearm. Let's go back in history, though, shall we? The ghost gun doesn't have a registration to it and anybody can get it, which means criminals and terrorists and domestic abusers can all get this firearm. What we need to remember is what this distraction really is, which is exactly what it is, a distraction. Because if we were really concerned about firearms getting into the hands of wrong individuals, he would be focused with way more attention and aptitude to focusing down on the southern border with illegal immigrants coming across the border where we have drugs and guns and humans and just illegal immigrants in general walking across our border and making it less easy for Border Patrol to be able to send them back to where they came from, to deporting them, or to keeping them off of our soil altogether based on the rules that he's implementing. He's just getting rid of Title 42, which allows us to deport them immediately with concerns of health risks that happened during the COVID-19 pandemic. If he was really concerned about safety by firearms and firearm crimes that were happening in this nation, you should watch just some of the basic documentaries on Netflix right now that show uh, military-grade in law enforcement grade weapons coming across our border very easily where people are buying them left and right. But no, no, we don't want to focus on that issue. We want to focus on the ghost guns that don't have any any registration to them in any way, shape, or form. Let's go back in history for a second, though. How did we make firearms, let's say, oh, I don't know, before the Industrial Revolution? Everybody made their own firearm, did they not? They created them. They knew they had a blacksmith that made, you know, the barrel of it. They would craft it and mold the wood and they would piece it all together and they would just they would build their own firearm up. They did that all the way up until the Industrial Revolution. We're like, well, you know what? Maybe we can actually manufacture these in a very easy fashion on an assembly line to where we could punch out a heck of a lot more of these bad boys and get them to a heck of a lot more people. And they're uh, they're fitted to where it's all dimensional and it all works out and it's all nice and smooth and it runs really efficiently. And we have mainstreamed the production of a firearm. Outside until then, it was a blacksmith in the back of a farm on a really, really hot fire that was molding these things and making them as quickly as they possibly could. But the Industrial Revolution took things to an entirely new level. But before that, guess what? We created our own guns. I know. That's a scary thought where the government had no clue how many that you were actually making. How many, how many you actually had in your possession at all. Guess what? Times change. And as the Industrial Revolution happened, we still found new ways to have multiple amounts of firearms in ways that the government had no clue. Older firearms, 
if you want to go sell your uh, firearm to Bobby across the fence because you don't want it anymore, you want to upgrade, get a different one, maybe he likes that one. It's an older one. It's a bit of an antique. He wants to be a collector. He wants to use it because it's a really nice, easy you know, practice for their kid who wants to learn how to go hunting. Hey, Bob, I will pay you $100 for that gun, and we'll just pass it on over the fence. Done deal. Boom. Guess what? That's not being registered. Now, H.R. 8, that's what they want with that bill, which is why it's been sitting in Congress for a while and it's not going anywhere. The Bipartisan Background Check Act of 2021, that's really sitting where you have to register the into a background check, by the way, on firearm transfers between private parties. Meaning you don't go to the gun store to buy it, but you actually buy it from your neighbor, from someone uh, of a private entity that's not a shop. And you still have to now go, if this bill were to be passed, with a background check. And to be registered to transfer from one hand to the other, which is really just a nice little sneaky way of saying we're going to tax you for a private transaction of a sale because we're not getting all the money. So it's about money, it's about the control, and it's about the power. But the ghost guns, the very, very scary ghost guns, have been taken to an entirely new level because now... It's the same thing as us making them 200 years ago, but it's just in a little bit different fashion, you know, with like 21st century stuff. And it it makes them fearful of the other side, because how dare people have guns and us not know about it? This is the gun. <laughs> it's not hard to put together. A little drill, hand drill at home. Doesn't take very long. Anyone can order the mail. Anyone, folks, a felon, a terrorist, a domestic abuser, can go from a gun kit to a gun in as little as 30 minutes. Yeah. You can also get an illegal gun in less than 30 minutes as well by buying it from someone off the street, too. But the ghost gun, man, we got to regulate that guy because that's what's going to save the day, right? Give me a break. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. The United States Department of Justice is making it illegal for a business to manufacture one of these kits without a serial number. Illegal. Illegal for a licensed gun dealer to sell them without a background check. And starting today, weapons like the one used in Saugus High School and to ambush deputies with us to, that are here with us today are being treated like the deadly firearms they are. And if somebody sells a ghost gun to a federally licensed dealer, for example, a pawn shop, that dealer must make the firearm and mark it with a serial number before reselling it. All of a sudden, it's no longer a ghost. It has a return address. It's going to help save lives, reduce crime, and get more criminals off the streets. Yeah, okay. Good luck with that, Joe Biden. That's uh, That was him earlier just a little bit ago as he tries to push this ghost gun ban and trying to register them, trying to get them, because it's very scary coming out of a kit and piecing it together. I mean, the fact that people can piece them together, it's almost like those 3D guns that people can you know, print and actually make in their homes. It's very scary. We need to ban those schematics. How dare people find ways in the private sector to get around government regulation and do things on their own, which, by the way, has only happened since the beginning of well government regulation i mean everybody's always found a way you take this as a firewall and malware protection versus viruses on your computer you create malware and you create the uh, antivirus you install antivirus on your computer there's some hacker that's going to be able to find a work about around it to be able to corrupt your computer so we build in a little update and we do an update there and then they find a new way it's a vicious cycle guess what you will never ever and i know this is very scary because the safety net from government may not be working here which is a very big triggering moment for some on the other side of the aisle that the safety net of protections and red tape and the protection the government's trying to provide you doesn't work because they will find oh there will always be a way to get around them, and bad guys will always find a way to get around the rules. Always. There's always a way. There's always the greedy guy that's going to find a way to try and cheat on his taxes. There's always going to be someone that's going to try and break the rule to get ahead. There's always somebody that's going to be able to find a workaround based on the system that's at play. There's always going to be the workaround from government regulation because you cannot put a blanket rule in place and expect everybody to follow it because here's a nice little breaking news headline for you. Bad guys don't follow the rules. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. I mean, it's already illegal to shoot somebody. It's already illegal to rob somebody. It's already illegal to murder somebody. But yet, that happens, and you're going to blame the inanimate object. This is how stupid the left-wing progressives are in society because they don't get it. If they're really, truly serious about trying to save people from being harmed in society, and obviously they're trying to be in a false pretense here with the ghost guns, then you would close the border, and at the same time, 
Let's use another analogy of individuals that have uh, adapted with these systems uh, with today's times compared to, uh, you know, two, three hundred years ago. Let's go from writing letters and sending it via pigeon to send it to somebody with some bullying or maybe some hate speech on there, maybe uh, attacking uh, you know, somebody because calling them names or discrediting what they said, maybe spreading some fake news, maybe. You are fake news. I don't know. Maybe spreading a little bit of fake news because they, they wrote a letter. Now you can do that by email, which means you can do it much more convenient. You can text somebody the hate speech or the stalking letter that you want to send them. Are they going to regulate emails as well? You know, people are just sending emails and it's getting inundated with just hate speech and with misinformation. Got to block the emails. Guess what? The 21st century is here. Times have changed. This is the new way to get around it. And as soon as you try and regulate it, try and tell that private uh, that private citizen to go do a background check and register the firearm when they sell it to their neighbor over their fence. See how well that actually works out for you. Try getting someone with a ghost gun, quote unquote, to register their firearm and actually get a registration number on it. Try getting anybody that may have may or may not have scratched off the the VIN number or the registration number on the firearm that they currently have that's not a ghost gun and then see how all that works out because guess what? Bad guys will continue to do bad things. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality hear entertainment shows and of course yours truly with the voice of reason plus we offer numerous media services including helping you set up your own podcast become your own voice of reason and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic for information on all of our shows links to podcasts each show website or social media link or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment visit our website at hoosiermedia.com again that's hoosiermedia.com the future of media When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Halfway through the show already for a Monday. It flies right on by the fastest hour of radio on, well, radio, multiple radio stations, TV, live streaming, podcasting. I know I'm talking fast today. I know that we are trying to run through a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things to talk about and so little time to do it. And whatever we don't get to, we'll get to tomorrow. Don't worry. But... I want to try and get as much of it in as it's hot topical. You know, the the show that's breaking the stories, right? (laughs) Breaking the news. That's what we do. So we have Joe Biden that was speaking. And by the way, Kamala Harris spoke there as well, trying to talk about uh, guns and how scary they are and how bad they are. We had the ghost gun conference that went on today. Uh, Then shortly after, we had Kamala Harris. She was busy today. Like, she didn't get to just sit around and fly to coast to coast and sit on drink on the martinis and complain about things and cackle all day long she didn't get to do that today she was actually busy <laughs> oh come on come on man. so <laughs> shortly after that she uh spoke at a uh a press conference i guess you could call it for a lack of better words that was regarding medical debts 
and medical debt relief that the White House is now trying to focus on. Because, again, uh, this is the best analogy that I know how to use for this. The Biden administration, Democrats in general, progressives, the liberals, the socialists, whatever you want to call them, they are so bad at policy that everything they do turns to garbage. And instead of getting rid of the garbage and cleaning out the garbage, they just pile on more of it, thinking that they're going to solve the issue to make people feel like they did something, that they've done, quote unquote, something to make you feel better. It's like uh, for those that maybe lived on a farm, if you've never lived on a farm, then I highly uh, suggest you go out and just experience one for a little bit. Be like, wow, this is what crazy living's like. You live on a farm. You have farm animals. You have horses, let's say, or goats or pigs or chickens or whatever. You have a stall where they do their business. And most of the time you have straw laid down there. So it's easy for them to do that business and easy for you to clean up there later. Uh, It's like you not wanting to clean out the stall and scoop out the bad straw with the stuff in it and then put new things down to keep it fresh, but just throwing more straw on top of it to where it looks like it's clean. But underneath, you're just really building a really big concrete rock hard piece of you know what that's going to be impossible for you to clean out later on. That's exactly what the Democrats do with their policy. And here's what I mean. This was Kamala Harris just a little bit ago, literally minutes before the program, which is why I had to scrap my entire show prep, because I figured this was a really important topic to talk about as she's trying to lay on the emotional arguments regarding medical debt relief. The president and I know that one of the biggest challenges facing working families today is the rising cost of living. Helping America- wait, 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 wait. Caused by you, by the way. Let's remember that. 8% inflation rate caused by your administration and your horrible policies. But I digress. Americans lower their monthly bills is one of our administration's top priorities. And that is why we are here today. There are so many people in our country with stories like that of Alex. So many people, some of whom you might know, who were rushed to the hospital because their appendix burst or because they took a nasty fall and who are still paying off the bill years later. Parents who have sat in a hospital parking lot afraid to bring their child through those sliding glass doors of the emergency room because they knew if they walked through those sliding glass doors, they may be out thousands of dollars that they don't have. Seniors who have to cut their pills in half because they cannot afford more medication. Now remember, they're cutting a pill in half but they've been, they've been prescribed for the sake of their health and well-being that they need to take the whole pill. Wow. Man, you, Kamala, Kamala Harris, you are a smart one, right? You should be gloating right now. Don't act like you're not impressed. <laughs> I mean, you are a smart cookie right there. They were prescribed to take the full pill, but they're cutting it in half, and that's not what they're supposed to be doing. Like, oh, man, you, you're a genius. You are, I, I should listen to your wisdom more often, Kamala Harris. This is an issue, again, that has been created by the previous Democrat administration known as Obamacare. If you remember, prior to Obamacare, was healthcare expensive? Sure, it was expensive. We had some issues to work out. As government got more involved in healthcare, things have become more expensive, both with the insurance to where it's not, ex- not affordable to be able to get insurance, as premiums 
for those that don't know, maybe in my generation, that's like, what's that mean? The premium that you pay just to keep your insurance, like your subscription. It's the monthly subscription for you to be able or, or yeah, subscription, like uh, signing up for Netflix. It's the monthly subscription that you pay just to keep your active health care insurance policy active to where you can actually utilize it when you need it. That has gone up dramatically, doubled. Then you got the deductibles. Andy, what's that? The deductible that you pay before the insurance even starts to kick in. That doubled or tripled for many individuals since Obamacare took in place. At the same time, then the insurance policies also started cutting what they actually cover. You need an expert. You need certain medications. You need certain prescriptions. Sorry, it's not covered under your insurance. So now, even though the payments went up for your subscription to maintain the insurance policy and the deductibles went up before it even starts kicking in, we don't even cover that stuff, so you're just going to have to pay for that out of your own pocket. And these guys have the gahonies to go on to the press conference of the White House to tell the American people that they're actually concerned about debt relief for medical debt in the United States. That's how loony these guys actually are. Come on, man. I'm telling you. Get a life. (laughs) I'm telling you. These guys are absolutely insane. If you remember it, let's just take prescriptions for a second, shall we? Prescription costs started to go down under the Trump administration by saying prescriptions in pharmaceutical companies weren't allowed to charge more than what they charge overseas right here in the United States to make sure that the prices were low. So we're not paying $1,000 for insulin. Did Joe Biden do that? No, he actually repealed that. But instead, that's right. Donald Trump did that. Yeah. No, medical prices have gone up dramatically over the last few years thanks to Obamacare. So instead of cleaning out the garbage, cleaning out the stall, starting from scratch with the concrete floor or the dirt floor and then building up from there again and making it better, we're piling more garbage onto garbage. We're piling more you-know-what animal leftovers on top of previous animal leftovers that have destroyed the economy. Everything the government touches turns to animal leftovers, if you know what I mean. Everything they touch. We now have a sixth of the U.S. economy and the GDP that's tied up in health care that's run by the government, and they're trying to say that health care isn't actually working. It's just like when Obama said that the post office is the most inefficient way of actually transporting mail, which it is. Guess what? That's the government program as opposed to, I don't know, FedEx or UPS or some type of private sector uh, option because the government leaves the animal leftovers for us to have to deal with. So, so with all that said, with all that said, what does the plan actually have that they're trying to put in motion here? The administration's action includes having the Department of Health and Human Services evaluate how providers' billing practices impact access and affordability of care on the accrual of medical debt. What? It's it's trying to evaluate how providers' billing practices impact access and affordability. What is the billing practice? I don't know what the billing practice actually has to do with the actual amount of debt. Maybe we should just lower the cost. Maybe it shouldn't be $1,000 to go get a scan. Maybe it shouldn't be $500 for a pill in the pharmaceutical industry for a monthly uh, amount of the drug that you need uh, to do that and to actually take it. It shouldn't cost that much. Maybe it shouldn't be 
$1,500 a month for health insurance for a small family. Maybe things should actually be affordable to where you can afford. Again, this goes back to the whole supply-demand thing in the private sector with jobs, with minimum wage, with the price of consumeristic goods. The price of the good, which right now is health care services which, by the way, are not a human right, and those that say that can, have no clue what the hell they're talking about, uh, that the actual service that's being provided should be affordable based on the consumer demand and the supply that's there and the private sector that sets the price. Not the inflated price that's by the government, but by the actual price to where the happy means of the median there within the market actually are set based on what people are willing to pay for that good or that service. That's how the consumer market should be working based on a capitalistic society, but that's not what we're in right now. At the same time, they go on to say the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau will investigate credit reporting companies and debt collectors that violate patients' and families' rights. It'll bolster the consumer education tools aimed at helping Americans navigate medical billing and accessing financial assistance. In other words, they don't want the debt collectors to be bullying people in violating their rights when they're trying to actually report. They also don't want the credit reporting companies to be uh, reporting a whole lot on the medical debt based on people's credit. Okay, that's fine. That's great. You're missing the entire portion here. You're taking a cookie and you're eating the crumbs down at the bottom saying that you're actually eating the cookie. That's not how this works. In addition... According to CNN.com, with what this plan proposes here, the White House is providing guidance to federal agencies to eliminate medical debt as an underwriting factor in credit programs. Let me read that again for you. Providing guidance to federal agencies to eliminate medical debt as an underwriting factor in credit programs. You want to get rid of medical debts, make the services affordable for people to where you don't have to get insurance. You can if you want insurance, but it doesn't drive people into medical bankruptcy just by trying to provide a basic service when someone gets sick. Let the capitalistic, free market, laissez-faire society deal with the prices based on the medium price that people are willing to pay based on the bell curve of what people can actually afford for the largest amount of consumers in the market. Get the government the hell out of my my health insurance and let us deal with it on our own. Until that happens, everything that you do that piles more government regulation on to regulate the previous government regulations is only going to complicate things, is going to make it completely irrelevant, and is only going to make it more expensive for you at the end of the day because you have more bureaucrats trying to deal with all the red tape and the paperwork behind the scenes rather than just going get the damn scan, getting your pills, and actually going home and getting healthy again. But that's not going to happen in today's times. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. 
Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Some of these issues that we fight in the nation are really simple to solve. We just actually have to apply common sense and reason and rationale to them. Instead, it's like we're talking a different lingity here sometimes. Sounds like the Biden administration trying to talk about gun control there. Uh, I mean, we did kind of dip our heads into the Biden basement today. What do you think? Yep. I know. I know. I know. Let's go into the Biden basement. So what have we learned on the program today? Well, they're trying to take away the firearms based on registering it to everyone and then trying to get background checks onto everyone and trying to get uh, serial numbers on the firearms, which are very easy, by the way, to scratch off because or just to wear off from wear and tear from a 20-year-old firearm. And criminals, you really think that they're going to leave some kind of trace if they're halfway smart as a criminal, to go and do their stuff. And as a bad guy that always wants to do something bad, they're going to find a way to do it, whether it's the gun, whether it's the car, whether it's the knife, whether it's the fist, whether it's a baseball bat, whether it's uh, whatever. They're going to find a way to do it. Then we have the Harris administration, we'll call it, for lack of a better word right now, because it really is trying to hurt being pulling the strings behind, talking about medical debt relief, which does absolutely, all their plans here do absolutely nothing to actually lower medical debt for people all it does is it tries to wipe it off people's credit reports to where you can still have massive amounts of debt we're just not going to report it and punish you nearly as much does it do anything to lower pharmaceuticals no because that's right donald trump did that that's right donald trump did that by actually making pharmaceuticals a reasonable price by saying you can't charge as much uh, more like more than two or three times more than what you do uh, against uh, with other nations. So, no, you don't need to do that. I'm telling you, there is a medical revolution going on right now with people that are just not getting health insurance 
people that are getting memberships to clinics and family physicians, as opposed to getting life, uh, health insurance, they just go, they pay 50 bucks a month for the family. They can go and get their checkups, get what they need, and then they'll deal with the screens and the scans as much as they can later on. Which is, by the way, a really, really good plan, and it actually started from a doctor right here in the Wichita area. I want to get him on the program still to talk about uh, how he started that, but uh, it's a huge revolution there. The community health care benefits to where it's kind of the the shared programs where you pay into it and then it you know covers it and helps things when you actually need it. There are tons of different options. For those that don't know that maybe some new listeners to the program, uh, my wife and I went through a medical bankruptcy a couple of years ago. My wife has been extremely ill for a very long time, really since we got married. And even before that, when I ran into her again, for those that don't know, yes, we're high school sweethearts. We took some time off. We met each other again. We're going on 10 years of marriage this year, which blows my mind. But we've been dating for like, I don't know, 15 years. And when we met again, she was very ill. She was passing kidney stones like every two to three months, a very, very painful thing. And then it just kind of snowballed from there with other issues as well with her bladder that causes issues and with rashes that come up. Come to find out she's got lupus. And it was flaring up all over the uh, all over her place in different parts of her body at the same time. We would go to expert after expert after expert, and they would do these crazy deep dives into her body and these and the kidneys. She was on a kidney transplant list for a while, had no clue what was wrong. They'd look at it. Oh wow, look at this! Like her kidney's fine. Why are you on the kidney transplant list? Why are we looking at this thing? Well, it's because it's passing kidney stones all the time. Well, it's normal. We'll send you off to somebody else. We would go through so many experts that we finally couldn't deal with it. We had to file medical bankruptcy. Come to find out, you know how we got rid of it? You know how we got out of that stuff? Once we went through the bankruptcy, we made sure that we weren't going to be in that position again. We went holistic. We stopped going to the doctor. We found natural remedies. Guess what? Out of the 10 prescription pills that she was on daily, she's down to zero. She just got off her last one just a week or so ago. By the holistic remedies, drinking certain teas, having certain herbs and plants, eating certain roots, watching the certain diets, going holistic has been able to keep And Does she still have flare-ups? Sure, she still has some flare-ups here and there. The holistic remedies got her off 10 prescription pills that she's been on for the last 10 years where she was taking almost 10 of them at the same time. She is now down to zero zilch nada. That's what it's done for her. Yet, during the last couple years with covid oh holistic remedies that's a bunch of hooey need to go get the vaccine got to get the vaccine need your health insurance need the health care need to go get the vaccines because that's what's going to do it right guess what science is starting to catch up to it headline today from study finds humans can fight off viruses by deep breathing we've said that for two years on this show once we went down this rabbit hole breathing boosting your immune system boosting oxygen flow through your system that triggers your immune system that can fight off a virus but by golly go and get the vaccine if that's what you want worry about the healthcare system government's not going to solve it because they're benefiting from it but i'm a conspiracy theorist that does it for us today podcast up in just a little bit back at it tomorrow we have a laundry list of things to get to over the next few days stay tuned in until then be your own voice of reason this is the voice of reason i'm andy hoosier we'll see you on the radio 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.